0: Hello, this is Jay. and Welcome back to the podcast. This is where I am reading my entire book, Zombies Ate My Poodle, a chapter at a time. Every chapter is an episode of this podcast. So, in the last chapter that we read, Zach and Amy got away from the zombies and found themselves in an abandoned mall. And then they discovered a group of teenagers trapped in a store and are about to try a rescue. Let's see what happens in this chapter. Three Two, one. Chapter 18. Rescue Gone Wrong The zombies milled around the front of the clothing store, pressing against the glass, moaning, Brains! over and over. They were so hungry, and they could see the food they wanted just inside, several hunks of food running back and forth. Suddenly a loud crack sounded from behind, caught their attention, and the group of zombies shuffled around to look. "'Brains! Brains!' they chanted as they saw a child walking down the hallway of the mall just a few feet away. The group of zombies started for the kid, reaching out their bony hands, wanting to be first to get to that juicy skull. The child started moving faster, staying just ahead of the horde, seemingly gliding across the mall floor.' On the floor above, Zack held tight to the rope that led over the railing and down to the mannequin being dragged through the mall. He crouched low enough not to be seen by the zombies below, but raised up just far enough to see their reflection in the opposite store windows. Zack needed to keep the running kid close enough to the zombies to draw them away from the trapped teenagers, but not so close they could catch it and discover it had no tasty brains. Meanwhile, back where the chase started, Amy tied Jeffrey's leash around a light pole at the entrance to a store and set Pookie's picnic basket next to the dog and Zach's backpack. He'd told her to guard it while he baited the zombies away, but leaving it with Jeffrey was probably okay. Stay, stay, she said as she headed down the hall. Creeping downstairs on a non-working escalator, her eyes darted back and forth to see if any zombies were still hanging around. It looked like all the zombies had followed Zack's invention down the mall and were now far enough away. As she ran to the front of the store, all the teenagers inside stared at her in shock and were frozen in place until she got to the door and mouthed, Open the door! Moving quickly, the kids shoved a desk aside, moved some boxes, and then swung open the door. Get in here, quick, before they come back, snapped one of the older boys. He held open the door and looked wild-eyed out into the mall, trying to see where the zombies had gone. "'What? No,' said Amy. "'I'm rescuing you. Or do you really want to stay trapped in that store?' "'Brian, let's get out of here,' said one of the girls to the boy holding the door, then pushed past him. "'But, but,' he sputtered while the rest of the teenagers started ducking under his arm and sidling past him. Amy motioned them to follow her, and when the boy at the door saw nobody was going to stay with him— he let go of the door and followed along, scurrying to catch up to the group. ''Okay, everybody, let's go with... what's your name?'' he asked as he caught up with Amy in the lead. ''Amy, we... let's go with Amy, everyone!'' the teen cut her off, moved ahead of her on the steps, and waved everybody after him, as if they weren't already following Amy up the escalator. After introducing the six teenagers to Jeffrey and Pookie, Amy told them about Zach's parents and the possible cure at the university. She had finally gotten them to agree to stay quiet and wait for Zach to return. Amy asked two of them to keep a watch back the way they'd come and asked the one named Brian to watch the other way for Zach to come back. Several minutes later, she was sharing her experiences with one of the girls when she was startled to hear Zach say, "'Good to see you guys. Hey, what are you doing?' Amy whirled around to see Zach standing over Brian, who appeared to be going through the younger boy's backpack." Brian stood and Amy saw him slip a couple of protein bars into his back pocket. Oh, hey, you must be Zach. Brian grinned and stuck out his hand, which Zach automatically shook. Thanks for drawing off the zombies. We were just about to get out of there, but it was nice of you anyway. Sure. Zach looked away while he squatted down and zipped his backpack shut. Standing and swinging it onto his back, he said, I think our best plan for getting to the university is... Dude, said Brian. We got it from here. Let's take those knives and torches in your backpack and head out of here. He stood tall and smiled down at Zach. And we don't need to get to the university. We just need to get to a big house that's been abandoned and hole up until the army or whatever gets here. But I need to find the cure. As soon as the government gets here, they'll take care of everything. Until then, let's just chill. Brian glanced at the other teens and then put his hand on Zach's shoulder and whispered, Can I speak to you in private? Okay. Zach walked away from the group, glancing at Amy as he passed and giving her a small shrug. Brian kept his hand on Zach's shoulder, almost pushing him down the hall and around a corner. What do you need to talk about in private? asked Zach. Hang on, let's go in here to make sure no zombies can sneak up on us. Brian opened the door of a gift shop and ushered Zach through, allowing the door to swing shut behind them. So, you seem like... Wait, Zach interrupted. Aren't you going to check the aisles to make sure there aren't any zombies already in here? Brian stopped, shrugged, and quickly checked the aisles of the small shop. Whatever. Like I was saying, you seem like a nice little kid, but you know, those are my friends out there and they don't really want to listen to someone like you. He browsed the shelves of the store while he talked, picked up an item from a shelf, peered at it, and then tossed it aside. We helped you out, but if you don't want to go with us, we can just split up. He started ahead for the door, but Brian grabbed something from under the checkout counter and stepped over to block the smaller boy. Too late. You might be able to convince some of my friends to go with you, and I don't want that, so you're staying here. With a speed that surprised Zack, he ripped a piece of duct tape from the roll he'd grabbed and slapped it over the smaller boy's mouth and pushed him face down against the top of one of the display cases, holding him down with one hand on the back of his neck, while he pulled off Zack's backpack with his other hand and dropped it to the floor. And I'll just take that with me. Zack struggled against the stronger boy, but his arms were pulled together behind his back and fastened together with a length of tape. Zack tried yelling, but the tape over his mouth was too tight, and then he found himself face down on the floor, and Brian was holding his feet together and wrapping the duct tape around them. Zack tried pulling his arms apart, yanked his legs back and forth, but the tape was too strong. The feeling of helplessness rolling over him was quickly replaced by anger over what was being done to him. He had no way to stop it. Brian pulled him behind the checkout counter where he couldn't be seen from outside the shop, then went back to the aisle and grabbed the backpack. He leaned over the counter, looked at Zach and said, "'Hey!' Zach was lying on his stomach and couldn't see Brian, but he bucked and made some noise in response. "'I'm sure someone will come to the store by tomorrow, so just cool it!' Because if you make a bunch of noise now, you know who you'll attract, right? And you don't look like you're in any shape to run very fast. Brian laughed at his own joke and headed out the door, letting it swing shut behind him, leaving Zach alone. Messing with the buckles of Zach's backpack, Brian didn't see the floor sign in front of the shop next door until he ran into it, causing it to hit the floor with a tremendous clang sound that echoed through the halls of the mall. Oops! Oops! Brian looked around with wide eyes and broke into a run to get back to his friends. Inside the store, Zach started struggling against the tape even harder after hearing what sounded like a dinner bell ringing for every zombie within earshot. All right, that is it for chapter 18. So Zach and Amy rescued the group of teenagers and what did they get for it? Zach is tied up and left in a store and we don't even know what's going to happen to Amy. Amy. In case you've forgotten, you can get a copy of the complete Zombies Ate My Poodle book at Amazon or Apple Books. But don't, don't worry, I'll, I'll remind you at least another 13 more times in case you forget. See you in the next episode when we find out whether Zach is able to escape or not.